This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a lovely day out there, really, when you when you add up all the uh, junk that we had for the last several days. But it seems to be okay these uh, for us to uh, get in there and, and see what's going on. Uh, and uh, tell us uh, where you've been dining. If you have uh, <clears throat> gone any restaurant out there, share it with us, would you? Or if you have uh, been to uh, something, you're cooking at home for the holidays. I mean, I know we're getting way down deep into that. But uh, let's talk about that as well. It's all a, a, a pile of, of what we can have in terms of, of great dining and, uh, and other nice things. 260-6368. I'm almost... <laughs> I wish you could see me juggling a set of headphones here so I can hear what's in them. And indeed, there is something in them, and here I am uh, talking to you. Our number, uh, we, why don't you just use it? I'll tell you the number of it a little bit later on. And uh, what else you got going, going? Uh, let's see. Today, what did I What did I do? We. Oh, yeah. We, uh, Marianne and I were trying to figure out what to do for lunch today. We're not uh, particularly good at that all the time. But in this case, uh, we started talking about uh, certain things that uh, maybe you have had on your mind at the same time. And uh, share it with us. Oops, sorry. What in the heck was that? We are just still getting ready in here. Yeah, well, here we are. We're Shows about on ready. on the same oh. time every day. You would think we would figure it out. but Yeah, you, know. you, you hardly know what day anyway, it's Anyway, hello, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Hello. It's Christmas week. Yeah. Monday uh, of Christmas week. We're here. Uh, we are a couple of days away from cooking a... Oh, Ave? great. Ave? Hi. Hello. Ave. Is, Hello. Is, how are you? Yes. How are you? Uh, yes. How am I? Uh, I'm pretty good. What about you? Good. Fine. Thank you very much. I want to... Um, we went eat at... And I've never been as much as I eat out of New Orleans. Went to NOLA yep. last night. And uh, a group of NOLA, never been, mm-hmm. group of 16, yeah, oh. busy, very busy. They, Where'd you, they where did you go? go did you go? Did you go to the restaurant that's named? NOLA, that? yeah, yes. NOLA. NOLA. They, Emeralds yeah, NOLA. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, okay, well, that's a good it, choice. It was delicious. The food, and, and how they served 16 of us with appetizers, drinks, uh, meals, and uh, we didn't have time for dessert because we went caroling. And there was a young oh, man you went there. Caroling? there. Yes, in in um in the park. It was beautiful. No kidding. Yes, it was great. Jackson, Is that like a tradition? Something Square. that you do Jackson. have dinner and then you go caroling? First year we started the tradition. Well, the second year, last year, it's the first year. But the first year we ate out before, and then went went to we went to Jackson Square and Carol and Carol with the yeah with they have it else. every year, right? It's not like you just join the group, is that right? We just joined the group, but yeah. then after we took Uber and went right, went to some people's houses and Carol for them, we were in the mood. It was great, it was a nice <laughs> night. 
Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great mm. to imagine that. But the, yeah, but the the waiter at a young a young gentleman too. He couldn't have been more than thirty at the most, and he had a, he had some help there. But he did a wonderful job, and the the food was was spot on. And we've had better meals in New Orleans, but I don't know if we had as good a meal with that good a service with sixteen people. Yeah, and, sixteen uh, people's a nothing, lot. Yeah, and nothing was a problem at all. He just Fantastic. took care of everything. Yeah, it was wonderful. Wonderful time. So I wanted to pass that on. After all these uh, years of doing this, I found that if you try to remember what it was you actually, excuse me, for actually had for dinner last night, you almost never will get it from uh, that part of your brain. I don't know why that is, but uh, I have to really take down notes so I can remember what it was that I ate the day before. And I always do because uh, you know what more interesting matter can you uh, get into than eating. You know, right here in the middle of uh, America's best eating city. The best I in the world. That claim. And, yeah, yeah. Yep. Was yep. it was it you raining at all? Was it drizzling last night? No, or? no, we no, missed it, it all. It, no, uh, we missed it all. They had they had some uptown a little bit. I was told, uh-huh. but no, we missed all the rain. Yeah, it was. A, was it a good great, crowd? Good. Was there a lot of people? Great crowd, and everybody had really? a blast. Yeah, good. That's really kind of a great crowd. idea. Well, how did you come night. to do that? Like, whose idea was that? It just we're going to get my niece, 16 of our my friends. nieces. Yeah, my, it was all family. My niece did it, and um, last uh-huh. year they, we pulled it off again this year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. And fun. why did you choose Nola? Because that kind of flies under the radar. Because, so because six, that was the only place I could kind of handle sixteen people uh. that didn't didn't want to put us on a special menu or uh-huh. um, shove us huh. in a special room or something. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, God, I haven't been in Nolan to Tom, years. I'm overdue. Yeah, it was. You need to go back. It's good. But getting back to Tom's point, what we do, I hate pic, I hate taking pictures at a table, and I don't do it except I take a picture of the menu, and it reminds me of what I ate. So oh, we have it here. Because we're not organized people at all, but we do do that, and we go back and say, you know, this is what we had. And it kind of reminds us. I don't take picture of food. I hate doing that. It's kind of yeah. tacky. But the, but why why do you hate it? I think it's tacky. Well, it's silly, it yeah. And I remember Tom's been doing it for years before Instagram, so, you know, before everyone yeah. was taking pictures of food. But, you know, he did it's, it for the website, but, boy, uh, it's been business, a long time. right. He he did it for a living. That's kind of different. You know, if I was a food critic or something, I would I could see it. You know, I'd understand it. But, but before um, the days of the iPhone and Instagram, we had this big sort of spotlight <laughs> thing that somebody had to hold for Tom to take a picture, and it was really quite a production. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yep. So, but I just wanted not to pass inconspicuous it on. at all. But thanks for the call. I really okay, appreciate enjoy, it. Enjoy your show. Glad you called. Thank you. Thank you. Food show. Hey, no, uh, did you hear what he just said, you know, the whole gist of what he uh, had on his mind? Uh, if I could get you or even one of you uh, out of 25 other people, we would have the most interesting radio show imaginable, and instead we've got this dud. You uh, you have me, but uh, that's okay. You know, I, I'm just got, you know, another 15 minutes to go, and then we'll see. 
uh, I mean, in my lifetime, not not any, uh, you know, because. Uh, Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Welcome in, everyone. It's so nice to have someone waiting on the phone to tell us something great like that. Uh, we're getting spoiled because people have been doing that quite a bit lately. So if you would like to join the conversation, uh, it hasn't really started yet. You can set it up yourself. I haven't been to NOLA in a in long time. Huh? So long, it would be since the first time Emerald took over. So that's been in the 90s. Um, and that's how long it's been. I am so, so very overdue to go there. I thought it was a great-looking place when Spunto was there. You remember Spunto? It was. I loved Spunto. And I thought the whole um, upstairs-downstairs glass elevator with the neon signs was just the coolest place. And very it cool. really, it really was at that time. I mean, nobody was doing anything like that. And then Emerald took it over, and I believe I went there one time since Emerald's had it. And it's I'm so, so overdue to go. We have to go. Well, uh, one of these days, I'm, I'm totally overdue uh, with talking to him, and it's always been a good restaurant. Yes, it has. And I, I go to his other restaurants more than I go to that one. And I think Which maybe ones? a lot of people do. I think it's more maybe a tourist place. I don't know. But uh, that's a great idea to go and then go caroling. I mean, uh, Tom, I'm surprised you don't want to carol. Oh, I do. I do. I'm surprised I, you haven't been pitching that idea to me for years and years. I'm in, I'm in a, a chorus. As a matter of fact, I have been over the last few, 10 years or so in five different choruses. Uh, but uh, there's one problem with that, and it is that I'm not a particularly good singer. I, I've occasionally fooled some people into thinking that they just heard something good, but <laughs> I know better. Uh, so but, uh, maybe I'll get... Uh, uh, send you a, 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 a CD or something. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. It is two days from Christmas, and I started cooking last night. I made a um, spin dip for a party that Tom is going to tonight with a choir, and uh, there will be lots of other spin dip being made here because I have to make it for Christmas Day. But I think the cooking will commence tomorrow, mainly because I haven't even gone out to get anything that I need to cook. We started doing a little bit of that yesterday. My daughter told me that the the mac and cheese that so horrified me from Thanksgiving was done exactly the way it normally is. I didn't realize that we've been using seriously sharp Vermont Cabot cheddar Oh, that's all these that years. Is a wonderful, wonderful. Well, it is, but I didn't realize because it seemed to me that that it was too sharp this year, and um, hmm. I had vowed to cut back on the sharpness of the cheese and make it a little more mellow. Just, I mean, a cheddar by itself is kind of sharp. And so uh -oh. I a phone number. A so phone I had number. decided that now I was going to. To, to do that, and she said, well, you know, Mom, we've been having that same seriously sharp cheddar all these years, so um, I guess that, I guess I haven't paid as much attention to it as I, as I should. Either but anyway. that or the bill. Anyway, 
Um, I am going to do the appetizers that I said, and I am absolutely going to do the cheesecake. I'm going out to get the crab meat tonight, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited about trying that. I hope that uh, I hope that it is everything I expect it to be, and then some. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. What are you cooking for Christmas? Have you started that project yet, or what are your plans? Because a lot of people may be going out for Christmas as well. Um, I'm sure that Andrea probably still has some places left. If you have a, a restaurant that seats 400, you probably can accommodate people long after other people can't. But um, if you've made reservations and you snagged a really good Christmas reservation, I'd kind of like to hear how long in advance you had to do that. Well, also, how long are, did you have to do to do that? Are you giving <laughs> uh, Are you giving Christmas gifts that are food to anyone? And if you are, what are they? And if you are looking for a Christmas gift that is food, mm-hmm. what is it? And is it something that you get routinely? You know, people like to make things and then give them to people. And, in fact, I'm going to be doing some of that this week myself. But uh, what is it do you, do you make for people? There was a time when I made some cheese straws, but cheese straws are kind of a pain to do. So they I was really thinking are, about and making... sometimes they're terrible. I don't know. It's really hard, in my opinion, to find a, a cheese straw that's not good. But um, I, I was looking at maybe making some New Orleans-style heavenly hash. Hmm. And, uh, what, and Now, I, what would that be exactly? Because there are two things that fit under that description. The first one, and this is people who have been around a long time, but in the Maison Blanche uh, uh, chocolate, store that they had a long time when they were still in business. Uh, they would uh, make their own chocolate with uh, uh, vanilla and, uh, and, and what's marshmallows. The marshmallow. Thank you very much. And they would put that inside the chocolate. It was a huge hit uh, to this day, except uh, there are a lot of people that never heard of it. <laughs> well, I think, I think most New Orleanians yeah. have. Yeah. It is almonds or pecans and marshmallows inside of chocolate and it's broken up like a bark or something anyway two six zero six three six eight is the number you're listening to wwl 105.3 fm hd2 there was christmas in prison the food was real good we had turkey and pistols carved out of wood a dream of her always even when I don't dream, her name's on my tongue, and the blood's in my strings. Hmm. That's interesting. Who was that, Doug? It's the food show. I, I don't know who that was either, though. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we, we've always uh, Wait, opened what? up the doors for that. Who was that, Doug? Christmas in prison. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh. Oh, great. That's kind of like what it sounded like. Was that Bob Dylan or something? I don't know. Anyway. No, it's some somebody completely different. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay, today is National Bouche de Noël Day, which, Doug, is a roulade of cake. And uh, as such, that means I don't, I don't dig it. But it is... Um, it's kind of a sponge cake, a genoise, genoise. 
Genoise. Uh, yes. Genoise is the same thing as a flourless uh, cake. Oh, well, then that's not it, because a flourless cake is something that Mary Lee makes, and that could not possibly be rolled. So, um, so... Uh, on me, what I was saying, uh, an angel food cake. What is what is rollable? I don't know. Well, it's got to be really kind of spongy, so it can be so it can stick together when it rolls. Anyway, a bush to Noel. Have you had one? Are you getting one? Do you like this? We've talked about panettone over and over and over again, but we haven't really spoken too much about a bouche de Noël. Someone asked about where they could get one, or they wanted to get one made for them, and we made a couple mm-hmm. of suggestions. If you are listening and you are that person, call us and tell us where you found to do the bouche de Noël, and uh, did you get it? Did you give it? Are you taking it to Christmas? Um, these are burning questions I must have I'll answered. Say. Before the day is out. Hmm. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, our favorite, uh, well, one of our favorite uh, bakers who uh, does sweet stuff, you know, like uh, uh, the um, cake, cake and, and uh, this this one one little thing trying to jump out of the back of my mind. But anyway, it's um, uh, that's that's one of the places would be to get uh, uh, from. We had kind of a places. good lunch today, didn't we? Uh, I did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, we went to uh, KG's. Yeah, interesting. In Mandeville. Uh, Tom has uh, soured on the concept of doing every Monday at New Orleans Food and Spirits, which really I could do every Monday because it's a very welcoming place. The prices are great, the food is great, and uh, it's close to home. These are all excellent reasons to go there. But the best one is that it is. In my opinion, the best version of char-grilled oysters out there. Uh, yeah, I could I could go along with and, that. And uh, and so I really enjoy going there on Mondays. And uh, he though has cooled on the idea, and so we attempted to go to Pontchartrain Poor Boys, which was closed, and then uh, wound up at KG's, which is the niece of the late great Bozo from Metairie, and uh, she has been there for a long time, and uh, that is one hardworking woman, I would say. Yeah, this is, uh, a, they, they really have quite a range. It's not so much in the pastries and desserts and stuff. that They do everything there. What I had for lunch It's today, a seafood house. Yeah, was a, uh, a half of uh, redfish, which is a pretty good start, and they dusted it with uh, some powder and uh, with some flour. And they they uh, pan sautéed it until it was really nicely crunchy on the outside. I would never have guessed you would get that from a whole fish, but it did, and it was uh, really delicious. That's uh, over there. Uh, Served with new potatoes. Speaking of large parties, it was a very large Christmas party going in there, and I was questioning our um, our commitment to staying there because if a if there's a really large party or a couple of really large parties, that really messes up the kitchen and also the service and your time frame. So uh, we were, you know, trying to decide if we were going to stay, but then the food came out really quickly. So uh, it was it was good. She has a, a garlic soup that is so 
delicious. It's in the top tier of things that really make an impression on you. Uh, she uses the garlic that comes from the boil of seafood. So it's got mm-hmm. a lot of extra mm-hmm. complexity to it. And it's not strange. So there are, you know, little chunks of garlic throughout the soup. And it's it's really extraordinary. Mm-hmm. We wound up having, it was the soup of the day one day. And we just wound up getting lucky on that particular day. And that's when I tried it. And it was really, really great. Today was corn and crawfish bisque, which I've had a lot of. And I'm sure it would have been great. But, um but we passed on that. But I got a side of dirty rice, which I love whenever I see it. And I just am kind of curious to see how each person does. It's kind of like mac and cheese. And it was good. Um, yeah, I'd like I, to, uh, the, the one that you were talking about the first, in first in this stream of uh, thoughts, uh, I, th- I thought, you know, this might be the perfect place with the updated uh, everything uh, to have sardines with those with that garlic. Yeah, no, but they didn't. No? They didn't. No, they just had the pulverized kind of garlic in the soup. No. I don't think anyone's ever picked up on your garlic and sardines, Tom. You're sort of in your own little um, solar system rotating about garlic uh-huh. and sardines. I don't think anyone's yeah. ever made an ice cream or a soup. Or anything like that. So maybe you're going to have to be the first one to actually put those two things together, and see what you come up with. But no, there were no uh, there were no sardines in the garlic soup. It was really an oh, extraordinary gosh. soup, though, and probably would have been less so had there been uh, sardines in it. Well, you know. Um, things... Although on the other hand, Tom, I would think that if you have been to Italy, as you have that you have very likely had garlic and sardines together, where the sardines come as a fish course with a uh, garlic and olive oil and herb sort of Almost like a drizzle over it. Like a, a little, uh, or maybe a lot like a bouillabaisse. I bet you Andrea ways. could make you some garlic I'm, with I'm sardines. Sure I'm sure he would, too. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. I also had shrimp remoulade, which had a nice sauce to it. And um, I got some stuffed crab. I'm going to write something for nomenu.com about stuffed crab. Oh, Because gosh, that... I am lamenting the passing of that very local institutionalized dish, which has kind of gone by the wayside. You know... Uh, I have noted a lot of people who have noticed that. Yes. And they they want to get around it and move on to the next thing. I don't. I liked stuffed no. crab. I well, want I, stuffed crab, and it's very hard to find a stuffed crab that you want to eat again now. I love the stuffed crabs too, but I like crab cakes better. And I think the the, the, the I hear about this all the time. People say that I ordered the crab cake and what they brought me was a stuffed crab which is different well they are very different from one another they're also cheaper one than the other two so this is uh one of those things that you never get to so maybe that's it maybe you're still getting stuffed crab you're just getting it rolled up and deep fried and called a crab cake yeah or vice versa no but i'll tell you what um i remember i remember that bozos which is where kathy learned the trade 
um, had a good stuffed crab. I remember that being a good stuffed crab. The stuffed crab that I got today was not in a shell of any kind, fake or otherwise. It was like a little, you know how you get these um, hash browns that are like frozen oblong things mm-hmm. that are then just dropped on a plate? It had that look. It was like a... It was like a serving of a stuffed crab by itself, not on anything. And it was formed in a way that looked um, manipulated, I should say. And I, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. And it was not a particularly good version of stuff. And, and it's not, that's not to single this out. It's really hard to find now a stuffed crab in the style of what you saw back in the 70s, 80s, 50s, 60s, and forever in New Orleans, where it used to come not very, like, okay, there's <laughs> there's the Deanie's version of stuffed crab, which amounts to like a softball in a crab shell, and it, none of it is anything you want to eat again. But the regular soft stuffed, uh, stuffed crab would just be just slightly rounded over a real shell, which I guess they have trouble using now because of governmental restrictions. But then they moved to those little flimsy little silver fake crab shells, and those uh-huh. were fine, too. I you mean, know, you, know, they're, you they're, accepted them. It's not much to them. You, you better not put much weight on it. You accepted them, sure. you know, and so then it, it moved into that. But I don't even know what this is that we've moved into now when you order stuffed crab. Does anyone else have these thoughts about stuffed crab? Does anyone yeah, care about bonton, stuffed crab? The bonton because is famous. Because I like stuffed crab, and I like it with, like, yeah. you know who's got a good one? Uh, the blue crab. Blue crab has that's, a good... That's a good restaurant stu- all around. Across, the, across yeah. the board. Yeah. It has a good stuffed crab. It tends to be a little bit expensive. I think that stuffed crab platter might be like 17 bucks, which seems kind of high to me. The fries are fresh cut, mm-hmm. and they're really good fresh cut fries. They've never done anything but fresh cut fries there, and kudos to them for that. They certainly don't have to as a seafood restaurant, but I think that's a mark of excellence if you are going the extra mile as a seafood place to be doing fresh cut fries. So yeah, kudos yeah. to them. Anyway, so it comes as one or I I'm not sure if it's one or two, but anyway, uh, that is a good that is a good stuffed crab. Uh, well in the old style. The way you get the uh, the bigger one is to say, give me a big one. Okay. Okay, and, and it works uh, amazingly yeah. well. Whenever okay. you're into any restaurant in fact. Give me a big one. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'll try that next time. 2606368 is the number. If you would like to chat about this or anything else two days before Christmas, do give us a call. But I would like to know if you feel as I do that it's kind of hard to find a good old what we know of as a local stuffed crab. Mm-hmm. WWL yeah. 105.3 FM HD2. Maybe Ollie will fix Bells are ringing and a jingling. Folks are mixing and a mingling, twinkling lights and tinsel on the tree. How I love to keep the Yuletide gay, call me corny or cliche. But there's a reason that the season brings so much joy to me. I love snowmen and turtle doves. 
and twos. Holly, ivy, mistletoe can take away my blues. Chris Kringle and his reindeer friends, they endlessly amuse. But the best part of the holidays is sugar and booze. I love mittens and skating on the ice. Mm. I thought I was going to say my, my favorite mittens are mine or yours or something like that. It was cute for a few seconds. It's the food show. Doug is digging up some fun, obscure digging. sort of Christmas music. Thank you, Doug, as okay. you are good to good for doing. Two six zero six three six eight. We were talking about the blue crab having a good stuffed crab, and that the one I had for lunch today was not such a good one. I mean, it was fine. It was ordinary, but it was not was not good. And I remember liking, or maybe it's that. Maybe I don't like stuffed crab anymore. I don't know, but I just find that that the stuffed crabs that I have gotten, generally speaking, have been a disappointment. And I'm wondering if you serve stuffed crab in a restaurant and are listening, call us and tell us if you're serving a lot of them because it's rare to find them on menus. So maybe there is not such a demand for them anymore. I don't know, but I still like them. And I, I, uh, I like when they're on the menu, I will sometimes get it just to sort of remember what a stuffed crab was like at the old yeah. Fitzgerald's out on the lakefront. Well, I don't think you need to go quite that far to do it, but uh, you, you might. It might do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. we uh, and now, conversely, on, uh, was it Thursday night? No, it wasn't Thursday. It was Friday night. Friday night, we went to Pascal's Manelli. Mm-hmm. And I got a crab cake there that was the real crab cake that is mostly just crab meat, just very lightly put together with a a, a light, <laughs> I hate to say adhesive, like a bechamel or something, and uh, and put under a broiler. That was good. Manali's is still Manali's. That's the good news. Manali's. They didn't change, change it over, in fact. Uh, well, what, what no, it might has have been, changed over time. Well, yeah, we it's definitely yeah, changed over, over. over time. It, that's for sure. But but there, it has not <clears throat> changed. It's changed yeah. over, but it's not changed. If you've uh, heard about that, that it has changed. Uh, it, it, the we were over there about a week ago. No, Friday night. No, it was, that was somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the point that came out was that. Uh, Parts of the restaurant, according to the the servers who know more than anybody else, that things are really running very smoothly over there and they feel real good about it. So that's that, you know, you want your employees to be happy to be there in any business, but certainly in the restaurant business, you want to see that in the people who work there. And uh, over there, they seem to be right on top of it. The food has been really good. And you know what? We talk about Thomas, uh, who is the guy who shucks oysters for you, and then he gives you bits of life and uh, wisdom and things like that. And he's uh, he's really interesting, uh, just an incredible nice guy. And I always like talking with him. It turns out, and I had not known or even the slightest bit about what I'm going to tell you, there's a there's a guy there who stands out on the sidewalk. He uh, works for the, the security company. And he, uh, he he basically protects you and people who are walking up and down the street. I don't think anything much ever works. But uh, he and I got to uh, talking because he apparently listens to the show all the time, <laughs> believe it or not. And he said uh, to me, uh, as, as soon as he, he was out of sight of anybody else there, he started singing. 
and he had and still has, I'm sure, a very dark, big, huge voice. I mean, I, I would kill to have, well, no, I wouldn't, but to, uh, to really uh, have a voice like that. He's an incredible voice. He's very much interested in uh, folk music. Uh, over our country for a long, long time. If you ever go to Manali's, look out the guy who's right on the sidewalk there. He's there to take care of you. Uh, but even better, he's there to uh, give you something very, very interesting in the listening. I, I'm yeah, if you go to Manali's and the security guard is out front, he is, um, he is an incredible singer. And only in New Orleans, yeah, like that, only in New Orleans could you stand outside in the parking lot and listen to uh, music being sung. Well, you know, Tom is always ready to sing. So, I mean, I guess if if you weren't with Tom, it probably wouldn't go on that long but anyway <laughs> Clyde will now save us maybe from the it death. is maybe Clyde is the singer hello you never know we hello, might be able to do Clyde. a duet hello 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 hi there come on in hey um the other day you had yeah. a show with Mr. Aquistapace and yeah. he was he brought in three bottles of champagne different price points <laughs> it I was got, two I sparkling the- wines and one champagne Okay, was well, the champagne was the mid-range price, or was it the? I didn't get the third one. That's the one you just loved and went on and on and on about. Yeah, La Bruyere is the name of it. Oh yeah, that was very good. Which, what's the name of it? L as in love, A, B as in boy, R, Y, U, U, R, E. Got it. Okay. La Bruyere. Okay. Wait, let's see. L A B R U. Y-E-R-E, that's it, right. Labriere. Labriere. Yes. Not to be confused with... He said it was about $55 a bottle. It was not It right. was not a, in the low range. Yeah, but it, but you did like I mean, you did like it. So Loved I'm, it. I'm trying to get one of those and uh, have it for Christmas. And so... That's, that's a true I, champagne. That's the true champagne. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because... Um, it sounded really good, so we're going to try it. So anyway, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Merry Christmas. The Schramsberg was a sparkling wine, and that was also really good and about ten dollars yeah. cheaper. But that that champagne was good, really good. But I, I found the Schramsberg, but I can't find the La Conte. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably I mean, hard to find. That's an old old thing. It's it's yeah, cool a, in that it's so old. I like that about it. Yeah, I did too. Okay, well, thank you. Merry Christmas to both. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Nice hearing from you, too. It's the food show. What? uh, I have a a minor objection to uh, Schramsberg, and it's this. It's the same one that the French uh, winemakers uh, raised hell about some years ago, where they... People in America, in in the United States, and in fact, for that matter, the entire (laughs) rest of the world, uh, they, they were calling wines uh, uh, in the sense of what they what their uh, name was on the on the label without uh, giving any credit to the fact that it's actually a French wine or should be the Schramsberg is a wine that's made in the United States right and they call it champagne 
but the French guys think that that's that's bad. Guitar. It's sparkling wine. They call sparkling it sparkling wine, wine now because they have to. Well, for a long time, it was it said champagne right on. The oh, lip. did it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, it, but it, in the long run, it worked well for them because they would it would bring so much attention to the to the business that uh, they sold a lot of it, and the product quality is always. Been oh, good. it's beautiful. It's a yeah. great wine. Uh, it's a great uh, sparkling yeah. wine. Really, it's really really good. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. I was ranting about stuffed crabs. So if anyone else would like to join the rant. Uh, please do, because I, I've noticed that it's really hard to find a good one. Also on that plate with the stuffed crab was something that she calls frips. Frips? Yeah, you know, she calls them frips, and then what are Scott they? Craig at Katie's calls his frips, though she was doing it first, but um, hers are more like a chip. Well, what are they? They are... Uh, potatoes that are fresh cut in her case they are a chip it's like a ruffle it's like a fresh cut real house made ruffle is mm-hmm. what it is at uh at kg's and then at um katie's the frips are sort of a hybrid french fry that are also fresh cut and uh those are usually served with the burgers and the sandwiches both are excellent and uh, both called Frips, and it, that's the other thing that was on the plate for me. Um, then you got a pistachio cake that you liked yeah, a lot. Yeah, that huh? was uh, that was a surprise. There, it was it had a pale yellow, a pale green color, and uh, they said it was pistachio flavored, which I thought kind of specious because how could you? Uh, get at it but as it turns out it worked out very well it was foamy on the outside and it just floated right there i don't know how they got it to float in air that's but that's what it was doing it was just like Like a little magic carpet (laughs) anyway so uh there was there was there was that and uh then the rest of the meal that that redfish uh dish i thought was just great the sauce that they served with it had a little lemony quality to it and and here was this uh, redfish that was bursting out. Pile of, of new potatoes. That's it. Yeah, it was very, good. very it was tasty. Good. Anyway, uh, I was surprised that you didn't get oysters and kind of glad because well, we get oysters everywhere. So that's uh, that works. You had oysters at Manali's the other night. How were those? They're like they always are. They're a little richer than most people are used to getting. And because they are now serving them uh, in uh, uh, quite a few uh, other places to to buy them. But Rockefeller and Bienville? Rockefeller and Bienville, mm-hmm. and then they also have the char-broiled uh, kind that Drago's invented. Did they have they have those at Manali's? They I do. didn't see that. They, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I did. I, I didn't write it all down or anything. There's a lot of stuff on that menu that I was really interested in. Uh, there were two fish dishes that um, I was really, really trying to decide from. There was a black drum with crab meat on top, and uh, there was another fish that had barbecued shrimp on top, and then I uh-huh. got the one that was stuffed with. Uh, it, it was it was like a it was a, it was a, I think it was a stuffed speckled trout. Could easily be that's a yeah, natural. and it was it was good. I liked it. It was um, 
We did a lot of eating this weekend, now that I think mm. about it. There was a lot of eating that went on. We went to Cafe Normandy for lunch on Friday. Got to go back there. That's the most appealing restaurant that in our city that I've seen in really a long time. The, the, the na- Do you remember the name of the hotel where it is? Yeah, the Higgins Hotel. The Higgins which is downtown right next pretty it's much. It's part of the complex for the World War II the Museum. The World War II Museum. And so it's more or less right next door. Walked around in there, and I said uh, to myself, this is, uh, has got to be a hotel that had been here 20, 50 years ago, and they just goosed it up and, and renovated it. Turns out it was brand new, built from the floor up. The, uh, they had several dining rooms in it. Uh, oddly enough, the food seemed more on the French side than any other way. But they well, the also chefs from Normandy coincidentally. Oh well, that explains everything. <laughs> and and uh, you know what else? I didn't mention this uh, in the little article I wrote about it, but uh, it bears noting, and that is uh, any ship that's called the what is the name of it again? You Normandy. Just, Normandy. The uh-huh. Normandy was the name for a really famous uh, uh, ship that went across the Atlantic Ocean. From Europe to New, and to uh, yeah to America. Well, sometimes. I'm sure it was named for Normandy. <clears throat> it was place. named for well, that was the actual name of the of the the uh, ship the ship itself. And but uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure became, the ship was named for the place. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. But I thought it was interesting because uh, I I suspected that most people would not have quite caught that because it was uh, is one of those things that was very, very highly thought of by even wealthy people. So uh, that's the uh, the Normandy is the name of it. It's on uh, Champatoulis around uh, Diamond, I think, right around there. It is, uh, I want to say, off of Magazine, maybe. Uh, it's it's right in the World War II complex. Yeah, there it's we right go. Right in there, you can't miss it. It's um, it's diagonal to uh the you know i can't i'm trying to think of the the name there's like a little provision store or something oh, right in the corner but there's could be. there are four buildings all yeah. on different corners and um no it's not a, no it, let's see camp then magazine yeah it's magazine i think and uh, i forget the the other street that that crosses oh higgins da yeah 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 <laughs> Higgins. The Higgins Hotel is, you're not going to believe this, on Higgins. Anyway, it's Higgins yeah. at Magazine, and it's a brand-new construction. It is uh, beautifully done. It's a Hilton property. It's, um, it's. I would say it's, it's cliche, but not in any way that makes you want to go anything other than, wow, that's cool. This you know? uh, this uh, restaurant in on board that ship was uh, was so good. Uh, I only had one, uh, well, make that two. I had two courses. One of them was mulls, um, mussels, you know, and served with a, a kind of a buttery sauce with a certain amount of sp- Asian spice to it, although that was hard to pin down, but it, it was definitely delicious. And then the other option... Uh, over there was uh, was wasn't an option actually. I, I had some beignets at the end of the lunch. Didn't have enough room to really uh, eat it the way I wish, but it's on my list of new restaurants that I think you will also quite a lot. The name of of it is uh, just Cafe Normandy. Cafe Normandy. 
right by the uh, museum. Cafe Normandy, there is a bar there called Kilroy's, and it's uh, a place that you should definitely drop in uh, at some point to either just walk around and see, uh, you know, maybe have some a drink there. They have a great um, rooftop bar, which is, I'm not sure what floor it's on, but it has a view kind of if you really stretch it and walk around a little bit. You can see the river, but um, there's it, it faces the opposite direction, and there they've got plenty of plans for that place. So mm-hmm. it's definitely one to watch. I'm uh, all for it, and it's the it's be a, a good grand place to r- ring in the new year because it really uh, would. You can they will be they're not having a big party i asked when we were there what they're not having a big official party because they've only been open two weeks but we got to get to the bottom of that but they are having uh drinks on the rooftop bar it's not going to be a big official thing with a big cover and you got to do this or that it's just go up there and have a drink but you will be able to see, and I, I don't know this for sure because I'm not exactly, yeah, I mean, I, you know what, I'm going to go out on a limb and say All I'm right. sure you'll be able to see the uh, fireworks on the river because. Uh-huh. Oh, you're um, so right. Because they'll be high enough to see for sure. You and sure will. you will be able to walk around a little bit because, like I said, it does not face the river. The building is in between the river and the open air space. But then you walk around a little bit. And you can definitely see. So you will be able to see some fireworks from there. But, uh, you know, I don't even know the name of the rooftop bar, but it is the rooftop bar at the Higgins Hotel mm-hmm. would be a good place to ring in the new year and to see some fireworks before anybody else knows that it's open. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing I will add to all of this is that if you decide to go there for lunch or for dinner or just for a drink in the afternoon, uh, give yourself a lot of time. Because they move kind of a little slowly. Yeah, they, this, service isn't quite there is, yet. <laughs> yeah, this is the, but this is what you get out Not of a brand quite new, there. brand new restaurants. They never are quite up to speed. But this one, I can't wait to have dinner in there uh, on a normal day, and uh, really enjoy that. I mean, we should put together a little impromptu eat club or something. Yeah, sure. Say that um, we're going to go and book a reservation for 8 or 10 and see if anybody wants to join. Mm-hmm. 2606368 is the number. Let's talk about New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good place to get a burger. They have a nice menu for burgers. They're crusty on the outside, juicy on the inside. They have crisp, hot, cooked to order, comes to the table steaming, golden brown, greaseless. Seafood. You can get this in a platter on a poor boy. They have uh, spice delicious, which is an option. Just ask for it. Tell them to kick it up a notch. They have good salads. They have other sandwiches, local specialties, red beans and rice, creamy pasta dishes with seafood. And most recently, they have added char-grilled oysters to the lineup. It's a fast, casual environment. Uh-huh. And there are 10 locations around town, so go see them, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. And they still have, you you mentioned this, that they now have 
grilled oysters? Jar of grilled oysters. Okay. Yes, I, just don't, I did. Don't want to yes. miss that. Okay, so. <clears throat> What is on the table today? Uh, not much. We really have pretty much been giving restaurant reports, but I do have a question, and that is, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you going out? Are you cooking? If so, what are you cooking? That is two days away. And also, does anyone else lament the disappearance of the great old-fashioned New Orleans stuffed crab? Ooh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.